I always have to dance to it. (laughs) Okay, welcome to Cutscenes and Cupcakes, the podcast, where we talk about video games and we rate them in desserts. And yeah, but this, this, so this one is a little bit um, different. It's a special episode. We've already talked about The Last of Us Part 2. Part but one, we only part did one. part one. So now this is The Last of Us Part 2, Part 2. We and contemplated doing a Last of Us Part 2, Part 2, Part 2 because there's uh, so much to talk about, man. There is. So there might be another episode. You guys just have to wait and see. Just <laughs> for the hell of it. <laughs> but um, yeah, so I'm Marley. I'm Steph. And, and as you can see, we have some special guests with us. Yay! So this so, is Sean and Emily. We're going to give them a minute to introduce themselves. Yeah, so I'm Emily. I'm the better half of Bedtime Gamer. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. Um, And we are a podcast of just two parents trying to fit in as much gaming as possible after our little one is asleep. Um, on our podcast, we talk about video games, board games, an occasional tabletop RPG. So we just love gaming. Yeah, and I'm Sean, so I'm Emily's husband and have been doing this with her. And it has been fun and we're super excited. This is the first time we've joined another podcast beside like outside of our network. So Yay. We found them on Instagram. Sorry, I interrupted Marley. (laughs) You're fine. Marley message and I'm like, sorry, I kind of take over things and because I'm louder than you. (laughs) No, you're fine. No, we're just happy that you guys are here and that you played the game because of course we wanted people on our show that played the game so we could just like really dive deep into this incredible game. Yeah, we found these guys on Instagram Mm -hmm. and they are so fun. And especially like um since I have a kiddo, I can very much relate. Mm-hmm. After that, mm-hmm. kid goes to bed. Then we pull out our video game. Yep. We oh, pull yeah. out our board game. It's yeah. truly such a different experience. You know, I feel like um, you don't see a lot of like gamer parents. You know, it's mm-hmm. almost like the stigma of like you know, once you become an adult, adult, you can't game anymore, right? Totally. And so that's what we and so all of that, and then just like transitioning to, yeah, we used to play video games like nonstop or uh, like last of us part one, I played in a single day. <laughs> um, and like, we can't do that anymore. You know, no. like we can't, we can't just sit there and play a game for 10 hours straight. No. So yeah. Although, so um, Fall guys keeps my four year old entertained. We can oh, like yeah. a half hour, 45 minutes of Fall Guys, and she enjoys it. So, oh, I bet. Yeah. Hack for one, some of you, some of yes. you boomers out there. We, we were able to sneak some Animal Crossing during the day. Nice. Uh, we would get it up on the screen, and I feel like Harper, she's 18 months, but she, you know, she seemed to like the colors and (laughs) the expressions that they do and she loves doing the like i don't know scared excited where it's like (laughs) i need to get a video of it yes yes oh my goodness oh that's great i know i i don't have kids of my own but i definitely like someday when i do i don't I don't want to be one of those parents that stops gaming because no. I love games. Like whether it's video games or board games or role-playing mm-hmm. like TTRPGs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, no, I want to be able to keep that up. Right. Absolutely. Exactly. So and do that together. Like, yeah. that, oh, yeah. I feel like, you know, if you would have grown up and maybe you have, but 
you know, grown up in a household where that was like a thing. Like I, like that just seems awesome to me. Yeah. Right. For sure. For so, sure. We're really excited to teach Aria how to play games. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a, we have a couple of announcements. Steph, do you want to go over those? Yes. So um, we've been, we will probably keep on spamming it and talking a lot about it. Um, this upcoming week, starting Monday the 7th through September uh, 12th, we are doing Utah Remote Con. You guys, we are Yay! so excited about this. Um, it's honestly, we put it together pretty quickly, but that doesn't mean it won't be fantastic. We have like a big bunch of us nerdy, mostly Utah people coming to talk about a whole bunch of different topics. Um, the schedule is posted on our Instagram. We're talking everything from like uh, gaming. We're doing a lot of movie stuff. We're doing one about sharks, tabletop RPGs. Yes. <laughs> so we have a little bit of everything. And it's um, we just all miss conventions. I think we all. Oh, yeah, had, definitely. Yeah, had planned on going to a convention or two or even participating in a convention or two. And obviously that stopped <laughs> and like, definitely we want everyone to be safe. It is what it is. Like we want conventions to, con to continue in the future. So we'll take a, we'll take a break this year so that we can bring mm -hmm. it back. Exactly. Right. And instead we'll do remote con where we'll live stream panels and Woo! hopefully raise cool. a little bit of money for American Cancer Society. That's yeah. awesome. So, so it's a completely free event. Like you can just, sit at home in your jammies and watch the panels and enjoy. <laughs> yeah, a beautiful cutscenes and cupcakes, ladies and ladies. <laughs> yes. Speaking um, of cutscenes, real quick, our cupcakes, ladies. So as you can probably see or not hear, Lindsay's not here, but she is coming. Um, <laughs> so she was just running a little bit late, but she'll pop in here in a few minutes. Awesome. So yeah, keep following our social media for that. Um, we'll be posting the link to donate on um, our Facebook and it's in the bio of our Instagram. So yeah. Um, other than that, Avengers comes out on Friday. Oh, I'm so excited. I'm so excited too. Oh, so. Uh, yeah, so soon. Our only announcements. Like at the beginning of this year, cause it, I think it was originally supposed to come out in what, February or March? Yeah, and then they pushed it to September, and September was so far away, and now we're here, and I'm like, I can't handle this. <laughs> I think it also, to me, felt like one of those games that was just going to keep getting delayed further and further back, and you just were like, it'll come out eventually, right? Like The Last of Us Part Two, <laughs> right? If that ever comes out, <laughs> yeah, oh, so I'm excited about that game. We will definitely be doing an episode on that game. Oh nice. yeah. So, awesome. Um, do we want to wait for Lindsay or do we want to hop on our NADA sponsors? Let's do our NADA. Let's go ahead and, and start. Perfect. Um, do we want to do guests first or do we want to uh, lead by example? Oh, please. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go first. I'll go first because mine is actually pretty relevant to what we were just talking about. So my NADA sponsor is the Avengers beta. Did you guys play that first of all? Had not. No. No? Oh, okay. So I'll tell you all about it. So <laughs> yeah. I, um, yeah, because I, I, it was available like like first off for people who like pre-ordered the game. Um, and then they opened it up to just like all um, people and you could just download it. And you only had like a 48 hour window 
to play it, which was kind of a lame, but like, I understand why. Right. But anyways, um, the beta was so cool because you got to start out, like there was an opening scene where you got to play each of the heroes, each of the Avengers, and you got to test out like all their different special moves, oh, that's abilities, nice. and kind of get to know like how each of them plays. Because even though a lot of the button mapping is very similar, they all have very, very different styles. <laughs> and so that was interesting. And and then they kind of start you into a story mode where you're playing as Hulk and Kamala Khan, AKA Ms. Marvel. And you kind of get to know her a little bit more, which is fun because I, I don't know about you guys, but I don't really know a lot about Ms. Marvel. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I, cause I'm very much like about the uh, movies when it right. comes to the exactly. universe. Mm-hmm. So anyways, it's going to be fun to get to know her. And then you finally get to a part where, you um like co-op is available online oh, nice. co-op, and you can like meet up with your friends and online and do missions together and like my most favorite was when um i was playing as kamala khan and one friend was black widow and one was hulk and then we just had like some Ooh. random iron man <laughs> and we just like went and just did missions and fought bad guys and it was so much fun <laughs> Oh, like online co-op. That sounds yes. like a blast. Right. I'm really excited for this game, but I'm also, they only gave us a tiny bit of story and I'm so curious. Like I need to know more. And so I'm really excited for the, the game to They're come out. They're trying to hook you. Mm-hmm. Does it seem so, like it'll be very story driven or more combat driven? Um, I think pretty story driven. Um, hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, of course, like, there's going to be combat, you know, because there's all these cool players who are characters who have really cool, like, move sets and abilities and stuff, so. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting because it's supposed to be, like, a games of service game. So, I mean, they're planning, you know, season passes for all the characters. So, I'm sure they're going to be stretching out that content, which will be neat to see how they kind of keep people involved. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so. I love, like, um that PlayStation's kind of doing their douchey thing, but it's really beneficial because we're all PlayStation <laughs> Game right. here where where you can only be Spider-Man. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it really did that. Mm-hmm. It is kind of a douchebag move, but I understand as well. Right. So, <laughs> too bad, so sad. Yeah. You're like just a little reminder. <laughs> yeah, that's what's up. <laughs> oh, oh goodness. Man, I'm excited for it. Steph, do you want to go next? Yeah. So my not a sponsor is a podcast that I have been devouring. Uh, very presidential by Ashley Flowers. Ooh. Um, it's just so good. I think that um, she's covered a few presidents so far that aren't really that I feel like we didn't learn about a ton in school, like uh, Grover Cleveland. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, I was about to say Wilfred Woodruff. That's not a prof. That's a, anyway, that's not a president. <laughs> Um, and now I might have to look it up because I know she does like she does JFK, which is obviously a president that right. we um, learn about. But they are just they're super good. Okay, she's done Woodrow Wilson, Grover Cleveland, Lyndon B. Johnson, and JFK so far. Mm. And like um, just like their scandals that they went through. Ooh, um, the presidents are kind of they obviously have done great things, but they've also done some really crummy things that you get like 
wanting to sweep under the rug and have you forget about. And even like JFK, one of our most beloved presidents, not a great, not a great dude. Oh. Yeah, it's just interesting. And it's very well researched. It's a podcast. Um, I feel like podcast podcast are very 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 well uh researched i love their conspiracy theory podcast i love their cults podcast very presidential does not disappoint ashley flowers everyone probably like crime junkie everyone knows who ashley flowers is and she did a really good job on it too so that's check awesome it out if you want a podcast that will yeah they'll suck you in because it really really does like who cares about grover cleveland i didn't until i listened to this podcast <laughs> wow right so that's mine. Yay. Sean, why don't you go next? All right. Uh, so I'm going to also be recommending a podcast. So it's kind of like a, a different like series. So it's headlong. Is it your and own podcast? Yes. Have you heard uh, of <laughs> um, so I listen to podcasts on my way to work. That's like primarily like when I have like my me time for that. Um, and so recently I've been listening to Headlong and I've listened to some of them in the past. Uh, they have like three mini series. Um, the one I'm listening to now is Missing Richard Simmons, which oh. I'm not like a big Richard Simmons fan or anything, <laughs> but it's kind of like how he just fell off the Super face fan. of the earth. Um, and it's like really interesting because like he's just uh, he's, you know, a very flamboyant, flashy person. And he was that way to all his like personal connections and he just more or less disappeared. And the guy who does it um, does a really, really fantastic job. Um, and he also did the first one I listened to was Surviving Y2K, where he just like interviewed people across the world about like their stories about what they thought Y2K was going to be what happened and it was like people who like gave up everything in search of like their religious like holy grails versus like you know people who were at like a bank robbery that night and stuff it, it was just wild like it's a really fun like i like real life podcast stuff like that and so that's uh it tuned me in really well that sounds awesome yeah that is cool <laughs> richard simmons i've heard i think i've heard of that podcast and i've heard that just good things about it yeah, it, it's very wild, like stuff that it's like, I can't believe like any of this has happened and like weird, like almost like telenovela, like drama type thing. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, speaking of real life, uh, so something else that Sean and I have been doing quite a lot this week is um, we have been watching Love Island. <laughs> Oh, Island, UK. But, but UK version. So, you know, the US version <laughs> yes. just came out. We went to go watch it because we, our guilty pleasure is Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor in Paradise, you know, the whole Bachelor <laughs> series. And yes. um, so we, we watched, I don't know if uh, it was like a terrible show, but the US came out with a Paradise Hotel, like, I don't know, last year at some yeah, point. So. And it was supposed to be like the US take on Love Island. And, um, it was awful and it got like canceled halfway through the series um so anyways u.s love island came out and we were like oh we should check it out we've heard good things about love island we went to go watch it on hulu and i guess you know all the cable shows are starting to have their own streaming platforms and so they don't want to put anything on hulu anymore and so we were like you know all geared up for it and we couldn't watch it but Love Island UK was on. <laughs> and we were like, cool. sure. Sean loves uh, football, soccer, 
um, <laughs> loves, uh, you know, the English culture. So we were like, sure, let's just try it out. And we have been hooked. I think we watched like 13 seasons in a week. Or 13, 13 seasons. 13 episodes. 13 episodes. Not that bad. Episodes, but still not bad. seasons. Oh my God, no. Because the seasons are like 50 episodes long. It's insane. Oh it's like Bachelor in Paradise meets Big Brother um, in the sense of like they, I think, uh, what, they air it six days a week over in yeah. the UK. But it's like Bachelor in Paradise. It's like the biggest show about. over there, which is weird. That's awesome. So uh, we've that been really be... enjoying it. Also you been learning so a lot of British on... slang, you know, okay. so uh, in practicing our British accents. Yes. <laughs> I feel like all I can do is like walk around the house going, Annette, Annette. <laughs> <laughs> um, your daughter, I don't know. She might be too long, but started watching Peppa Pig because um, Aria. I love, I love Peppa Pig. <laughs> That girl is savage. Peppa Pig and like Ben and Holly are made by the same people. Yeah. Nice. So she'll start saying like, she'll tell me to put things in the boot of my car. And I'm like, I'm not going to correct you. <laughs> no. <laughs> things like that. That's like um, when we got Disney Plus, Sean stumbled on, uh, what is it? Bluey. I love Bluey. I know. And their little Australian accents, yes. little Australian slang. We start saying Brecky now. Yeah, I love it. Uh, did you guys watch um, Too Hot to Handle on that? Oh, movie? yeah. We did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I binged it this in is, like a day. a little bit like that, too. Yes, I might have to find it. Hulu, you said? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah. not as bad. Like, they um haven't i don't i don't know if it's okay that we say this they haven't had sex on this show like no one has and it's we're 13 episodes in and like i feel like on typical american (laughs) reality shows they're like this wouldn't happen but um but yeah it's it's kind of similar to i can't remember i'm getting them all mixed up now the too hot to handle you had to like couple up or is Um, it they're all just hanging out and they're all on the island and they can't have sex together right yeah, or kiss or like anything. Right, like and they that. get the like deductions from like their prize pool based on that. Yeah, that was an amazing. That was amazing. Oh that my was- gosh, <laughs> such trash, but it so was- great. Yeah, that's so exactly great. how we feel. <laughs> awesome, I love it. Well, should we dive into Last of Us Part Two, Part Two? Yeah. So when we ended our Last of Us Part Two, Part One. Um, we stopped at Ellie's day three in Seattle. Okay. So, so when you turn over to Abby. Yeah. Oh so gosh, that moment. Like Abby's day one in Seattle. Yeah, it was it was interesting because we listened, we made sure to listen to that today before we came <laughs> okay. on. Um and you know, just hearing like the like part where I forget who said it, but somebody brought up how it like really knocked the momentum out of the sales for them. And that like exactly 100%. it was kind of like the end of playing that night for us is how I felt. I was like I really like, I can't believe they did this. Like, I'm not really feeling this. I don't want to go back and play, you know, at that point, you're like, this is probably another half of the game right here. But like, man, I'm sure we'll get to it. But by the end, I was like, I'm so glad they did this. (laughs) Yeah. I I think it's quite shocking that they have you play a character that like, you don't really care for. Right. Yeah, and that you, like, that you despise, really. Yeah, that, yeah mm-hmm. for all intents and purposes, she is the villain. Why are we playing as this person? I know when I first, when I very first played it, like, because I, I finished the the whole game in the first weekend it came out, and 
I didn't really understand why like so many people were so upset about the game and mm -hmm. like throwing a fit, you know? And then when I got to that part, I was like, Oh yes. Mm -hmm. And then I'm, I wasn't happy about it either, but I was like, I need to know why mm -hmm. I right. need to know. So like, I kept, I kept going. I was like, I need yeah. to know like, what, yeah. what is it about her that we need to know? And why is she important? Like what, what is going on here? And actually I didn't, I didn't think it was going to be like we were going to play her for that long. As right. And um, well, they kind of give you that teaser yeah. at the very beginning where you just play her for a minute. Right. Mm -hmm. And, that, and that's yeah. what I thought it was going to be. Like, I thought, mm -hmm. you know, I was trying to think back and I was like, would I have liked it more if it was like kind of like one day as Ellie and then one day as Abby? And you're kind of like oh, doing it currently the whole way because mm -hmm. it was just like, you know, you're just so invested in Ellie at that point. You're, you've practically spent the same amount of time that you played in part one, you know, here in part two is Ellie. And then, yeah, like, like y'all said, just cutting the momentum and like, I think it helped the emotional commitment. Over. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. Like, because like you became so invested in, you know, obviously we're, we've been invested in Ellie since the first game, but like you become invested in like when you meet Jesse and Jesse shows back up, you're like, oh, I really like Jesse actually. And like <laughs> Dina and like, yeah. you're just so intertwined with that. And you're like, I can't imagine really even supporting or caring about another character as much as I care for Ellie. And for me, by the end of the game, I was like, man, I really, really like Abby. And like, I could like totally see every like see what her purpose was right i need to be like you, go ahead i'm sorry all of us all at once marley then emily then me okay <laughs> like for me when the very first time i played it like i didn't like i still it took me a long time to process afterwards about mm -hmm. abby and her role in the story because even still after i very first finished it um i was like okay I'm still so angry because I don't like her. I do not like her. But then like the more I thought about it and then like when I did the re um, I played through it with Stephanie and Lindsay because um, they hadn't, they hadn't gotten to it yet. And plus they borrowed my copy. So, <laughs> and, um, and then the more and more, like I saw things and like thought about it, I was like, okay, so maybe I kind of do like Abby, mm -hmm. yeah. not as much as Ellie, like as I said, right, right. I'm showing in my, name here i am still team ellie <laughs> <laughs> we wanted to make it clear <laughs> but it just it this show or this show this game makes you think mm -hmm. you know and oh, it really absolutely. teaches you know it really teaches you to look at different perspectives mm -hmm. so, mm -hmm. i changed for sure <laughs> yeah yeah her day one that you find out that joel killed her dad yeah, you find out pretty early. I mean, it felt to me like that was like clearly okay. This is why she hates. Like I was like, you, you know, she's got to be tied to the fireflies for some reason. And it there wasn't clear hunting Joel. Yeah, like it was, it was clearly personal for her, and I figured mm -hmm. that might be the case. But like, I feel like the flashbacks give you a, a whole lot of insight into that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I don't think um, we both kind of had suspicions that it was a firefly or that it was probably her, a family member. I think we even guessed it might be her dad or parents, but we just kind of thought they were like part of the fireflies. Maybe. Um, I don't, you know, I think it was still a little bit of a shock to know that he was like the doctor, you know, that was going, like he had mm -hmm. such an important role to play mm -hmm. in that day. Um, and so, 
I like y'all kind of mentioned on the last one, you know, just kind of the parallels between them. You know, they're both kind of Ellie and Abby dealing with that vengeance, dealing with losing a father figure. It's like hard because it's like, which one is more right? You know? <laughs> yeah. No, I kept saying that through the same, the entire game. Like they're the same person pretty much. They have pretty like similar stories. Yeah. And they're both going through the, like their stages of grief and vengeance, mm-hmm. which right. is why for, I really like Abby. I really like Abby. I really oh, are you team Abby? I am. I'm oh. super team Abby. You should have <laughs> changed your name. I think I will. I feel like Ellie was. I mean, I guess since Abby did get her vengeance, she was then ready to like move on and be like, "Okay, let's let's like make real life. Let's get away to Catalina Island and let's." Well, especially back at the theater when she was like, "I let you live." Right. When she first confronts Ellie, she's like, what right. are you doing here? I let you live. <laughs> and because of how Elle, things ended with Ellie, she was still so much like, I gotta like, right. I gotta do this. And then like jumping uh, forward so much when she leaves Gina to still go do it. I'm just like, come on, Ellie. That, fun. that moment was <sighs> like, oh, like I'm starting to like have second thoughts about Ellie, you know, just yeah, because like, that moment specifically that moment in general, Sean and I thought the game was over. Like we did oh not God. think it was going to keep going the well, way. And then it. even when we started to play, like we, we got to that point at like one o'clock on like a Sunday. And I was like, mm-hmm. I really need to like be up for work. Like not too long. <laughs> but I was like, there's probably like only an hour yeah. left. And like, oh. we played like another hour. This and is I was like, I have to wait until tomorrow to play this. And it's going to drive me insane. It was like when she was playing the guitar in like, her the one of the bedrooms and I was like this is the final scene like this is it yep and then it was like no wait no here's Tommy coming in telling and I'm like mm-hmm. okay but this is the final scene it's gonna be like, yeah, it a, like it was a part three setup yeah I know I compare it I compare it to like Lord of the Rings Return of the King oh, when yeah. it's like, there's like so many endings and it's just yeah, like yeah. oh that's the oh no we've got oh. another scene okay Okay. (laughs) A little angry. Like, we were kind of, like, annoyed. We were like, wait, there's still upgrades? There's still combat? Yeah, like, upgrading, it was like... And I think it was very much one of those things with a little distance. I was like, I'm really glad the way they did everything. But, like, in the moment, I was like, I don't want Mm -hmm. the game to end because this game is amazing. But at the same time, like, I want closure. Like, I'm craving that closure. Yeah, I have a lot of feelings about, like, part three of the game. Right. (laughs) I Santa Barbara. Like, what? Yeah. In Santa yeah, Barbara. Yeah. That was weird, kind of. It, it felt like after playing so long of Ellie Day th- three days, mm-hmm. Abby three days, and then the last little bit just felt a little bit rushed. Yeah. Right. For me. Yeah. Um, I felt like we didn't get enough information about the little, like, what cult. People yeah, the rattlers. Right. Yeah. Or, oh no! Oh, are you talking about the um the seraphites back in no. the, the rattlers think... in Santa Barbara? Oh, okay, yeah, the, the dogs, the bounty hunter looking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like they kind of mention what they are, but they don't really go into no. it. You're kind of like, give me a little bit of that lore, right? And yeah. you had to, you had to kind of get that through notes, like finding mm-hmm. notes and stuff around, but like. Honestly, like when you get to that part of the game, like what you guys are saying, and you're just like, okay, what's going on here? 
like you kind of just stop looting, you know, yeah. because you're like, okay, let's just keep moving forward. Right. And so it's very possible that you could miss some notes and stuff, but at the same time, like, no, you're, you're, you're right. Like they could have given a little bit more information mm -hmm. about rattlers and even where are the fireflies that were supposedly out there? Are they real? Right. Do yeah. the people that were talking to Abby on the radio, were they really fireflies or were they rattlers just like uh, trolling? Right. I mean, I got the impression that there were still fireflies and like, and I've seen like people's like different theories about, you know, how like the loading or not the loading screen, but the home screen of like the actual game changes post game. Mm -hmm. Like some people like think that's, uh, you know, Lev and Abby getting to, I forget the, the name of the fireflies. island. That yeah. But where the fireflies were headed and it's like you know of course that's all like non-confirmed stuff neil Druckmann right. or any of them won't go near it but it was <laughs> it was very like interesting like okay yeah i could kind of see that but it, for me it just like i felt like they could have found a way to tie up abby and ellie back at the theater and then you could have that kind of little epilogue and still get some of those flashbacks that were like really instrumental to the final bit of the ellie and joel story yeah. but it just felt like you said like kind of rushed like because you just you know that you're near the end at that point and so very much you're you're avoiding kind of looting to a degree compared to how you were for most of the game but i do have to say it was really when you switch back over to ellie at the end like i actually really did like oh, that because yeah. you kind of you kind of missed her right and my favorite weapon in the whole entire game comes from that scene when she finds the um, silenced submachine gun. Oh yeah. And it's like, oh, mm -hmm. that's so glorious. I, I need to know like, cause I'm going to replay it again, like on a little bit harder mode and like do new game plus. Do you, do you get to start with the weapons that you oh, got that before? Awesome. Or oh, do you only God, just start God. with upgrades? Cause like, that's the thing I need to like figure out because if like you start. going to be upgrades. Because if you start with the silent submachine gun, <laughs> oh, all those zombies will be dead like that. Yeah, right. <laughs> Isn't there amazing. a mod where you have unlimited ammo and unlimited crafting supplies? Oh, I feel like that would just maybe be like an e easier difficulty. That would make sense That's on that true, too. Yeah. Like, yeah, like you're kind of loading up. Well, I mean, I played I played it on very light um, okay. for my first playthrough because I wanted to enjoy the story. Mm -hmm excuse me and like just really just kind of focus on that more and not be too burdened by dying all the time because i'm not always the best at combat in games <laughs> but especially because last of us i mean last of us i mean even the first one i said this too but like the gameplay is a little bit difficult it's this these well, games yeah. are not for beginners no yeah i mean like i think and the stress level that you get during this just kind of heightens that whole experience mm -hmm. Oh yeah, um, for sure. We played it on normal and Emily and I normally don't play games like together that often unless it's like a telltale or like small story-based game. Mm -hmm. um, normally like Last of Us Part 1, um, we played individually and then just kind of talked about it and everything. Um, this because it's just harder to find that much time for both of us right now. Um, we played it together and like for some of the combat stuff, like <laughs> it was like a trade-off of like who was going to do it. Like Emily was not a fan of like, I don't remember the names of the, the infected that are like essentially bloaters that take a lot to shamblers. Shamblers. Yeah. So like the shamblers, it was like, okay, I'll do most of that. But like, I absolutely <laughs> hate the stalkers. Sweet goodness gracious. He was, was terrifying. He 
I was like, I'm not a big horror person. Like, I like horror, but I have to, like, space it out whenever I do things like that. And so, like, that and then, you know, obviously the Seraphites, too, who, you know, communicate through the whistling is so different. And, like, so that whole, like, you're being hunted was so much different than, like, okay, I'm just taking on this big tank thing. Like, that is, that's, like, easy for me. But the, the scary parts, I was like, oh, gosh. Yeah, and you have to like oh. go through the walls, and you know, like you just know something's you know. gonna come up. And y'all and talked I- about it last time the the workbench <laughs> that you find with the jump scare. Oh my gosh, oh, I about yes. lost it. Had a heart attack. Um, and I don't think we've talked about like the Rat King conglomerate. Oh my oh, yeah. god, I keep on nightmare. Uh, that is just the worst thing ever. Oh my god, I I died so many times, you guys, because. <laughs> Well, partly because I didn't know you had to fight it. I thought you could just run away. And I kept looking for a way out. And I was like, like, surely there's no way. He like breaks himself off of the, like the little one breaks himself off of the, we call it the rat king. I think that is what they call it. I think that, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like you want to kill that guy, but you can't kill that (sighs) guy. That's not how they wanted you to play the game. Right. So they were mm-hmm. like, no, sucker, you gotta kill the big guy first. It did the very video game thing of having like three distinct parts of this boss battle. Uh-huh. And it was like, so I would like beat the first part and then I kept dying on the second and like, all right, Emily, you take over. She beat that, get to the third. Okay, now you take over. Like, type nice. I was like, too much, too much. I had, I was like texting friends on the, like on the side who had already breached past that part. And I'm uh-huh. like, I'm like, how do I kill this thing? And I and like they give me like a couple pointers, and I'm like, oh okay. And then I was able to like get it within a few more tries. But initially, oh I was like, I, I I'm so like I don't even know. And I yeah, because you you would think that you go after the little one first, and you're like, okay, let's take care of this right. one because he's annoying, but he won't die. And so then yeah, again, I had a friend tell me like, no, you just focus on the big one. <sighs> Well, you can like, okay. like, driving deeper into the hospital. Something big is going to happen. Yeah. Oh, I, I know. I was like swearing the whole, well, I was swearing the whole time, but I was also she like, was. I was like swearing the whole time that there was going to be water zombies because there's such a water element. Always, always so a fear. time I was in water, I'm like, do not. I cannot have water zombies right now. I cannot handle it. And like, you're getting lower and lower. You're like going through that part where like it's all just lit by like red lights, like emergency lights. And like, there's like the infected fighting, like the people who also want to kill you. And like, I was like backing up into the back of the train car and was just like, I'm just going to sit here, throw something, make some noise, let them all kill each other and wait for the end. Oh, yeah. Ooh. and they would come off the walls too oh gosh oh yeah oh like in the hotel like yeah. they would just like all of a sudden like yeah that whole part was pretty like scary oh, this game was much scarier i feel like than mm-hmm. the first one like the first one definitely i mean just the um oh my gosh why am i blanking on the name What what's the zombies called Clickers? i just called yes um you know i feel like those were gruesome what sorry i I always want to call them splicers from like bioshock and like that's not right that's not what they're called i just feel like those were gruesome in the first Mm -hmm. one and creepy but this game just had such an element of horror you know kind of embedded throughout that you know kind of kept you on your toes it's true i know quality man Mm-hmm. to life mm-hmm. um, 
But it was like, I think it's true of this game as it was of Last of Us Part One, that like the zombies aren't the real monsters of the right. Story. Humans mm-hmm. are. I feel like, you know, on one hand is like very like kind of tropic and like, right. okay, yeah, this is how every like apocalyptic like zombie type thing goes. But mm-hmm. it is the most intriguing part of all of it anyway. Like that's always what you want in the end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and just kind of going back to like Ellie versus Abby. Right. And and I was going to comment before um, too about how like, because yeah, it was very, it was very upsetting for Ellie to make that choice to go mm-hmm. after, to leave Dina and go after Abby once again. And like, it just shows how revenge can just really drive you and just really just like, it can ruin, it can ruin your life. It can ruin your relationships with your, with your family and friends. Mm-hmm. And was it really worth it all in the end? No, because like, for goodness sakes, she, she lost, yeah. Well, for obviously, she lost the love of her life, Dina, and mm-hmm. she lost her physically lost her fingers, like a yeah. couple of her fingers, and now she can't play guitar, which was that also was like guitar. one thing that connected her to Joel. Mm-hmm. And like, oh, it was just like, it was very, very heartbreaking. Well, that's especially like- that last scene when she's like trying to play the guitar. Yeah, yeah it, 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 it hit pretty hard. Mm. you see um that too with tommy and Mm -hmm. how him in the aftermath of um everything and i was super anti-tommy because i'm like look he kind of became a douchebag Mm -hmm. but my husband and i had a talk and he like (laughs) he's like this guy is crippled now he can't Mm -hmm. go after his brother ellie is full like Mm able-bodied and he won't go after like he's lost everything he's Mm -hmm. seen the world go to shit He's seen the world crumble. He's seen what it could be. His and relationship like, was jeopardized too. Yeah. His, his yeah, his wife, Maria. He can't stand up for what he believes in. Like it's a it's a heart. Tommy's kind of a heartbreaker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I really liked how they kind of went back into some of like him and Joel pre-Ellie. Um, mm-hmm. like kind of early on, like when you're finding out, like, oh, I learned this tactic from Tommy. This Tommy was definitely here. This is how they tortured people. And mm-hmm. it kind of made you be like, oh, maybe I like I kind of still, you know, there's some red flags about like their past and like everybody, you know, you love Joel because Joel's just an amazing character, and you're like, I just want him and to be happy. He's been through so time. much. But like you're like you realize he's been through more than even we as like players have realized. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. That's like another trope they do in a lot of zombie things. But like the kids born into like zombie mm-hmm. stuff, that's all they've ever known. Where these older folks, they knew what it was like before. They've seen mm-hmm. how humanity has like de- like kept decreasing and decreasing. Right. right? And yeah. They, they literally watched the world change and fall. Mm-hmm. We've kind of been skipping around a lot, but I definitely want to touch on Lev and Yara. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So that was like, I guess, some of the biggest controversy. Like, I guess we'll just touch on this real quick. Um, was that the game leaked and then Lev being a trans character, um, a lot of people were upset about. Not to mention both the main characters being female, one of them being a lesbian. Um, but I really like Lev. Yeah. yeah Lev is great. Character. And I felt like the whole like trans stuff wasn't like preachy. Like it wasn't, it was a, no. story. it was like a very good story 
um, mover. Like it was a good plot point more than anything. Mm -hmm. Like it didn't feel like, I feel like people made it out to be, and you know, I think it's one, it's just hateful people that were really not happy with that, but it made it out to be like, Oh, they're just throwing this in there. They're forcing it down your throat. And it's like, no, this is just the story of a person in this world who happens to be trans. And like, yeah, this is what trans people have to deal with. Like, to a small degree like this is only one like small glimpse we get of that and i didn't feel like it was like forced in any capacity it felt very gen- yeah it felt really gentle mm-hmm. honestly and like i really relate to the idea of like they they were putting such gender roles on the seraphites mm-hmm. like lev was supposed to become a wife and a helper mm-hmm. and he's like that's not me i can't mm-hmm. do that as a person i wouldn't want to have that type of life either not right. So I, I felt like it was a very good plot point. I thought Lev was a very likable character. Yara was wonderful too. I was so heartbroken when she died. One, oh, thing, I I, one thing I really liked about like Lev and stuff is like that even though he like felt like so strongly opposed to how they were handling gender roles and things like that, he was not opposed to the Seraphites culture in general. Like I think that shows you like that it's more than just like a black and white issue. Like mm-hmm. he's like, Abby, I really think some of this would actually help you as a person, like get over what mm-hmm. you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. And like, so it just seemed very multifaceted and it, it almost felt like I wanted more of that. Yeah. And you get a lot of the Seraphite telling through, you know, finding notes and through finding like paintings and those little conversations with Lev and Yara as you go along. And I thought they were going to get into it more. And I'm, I'm kind of glad they didn't because I feel like it left a lot more to be like, I'm really curious about this, but not like I feel like I was left out. Yeah, I agree with that. Well, and I liked it too that, again, like initially we're, we just switched over to Abby in the game. And I think a lot of us aren't super happy about that necessarily. Mm -hmm. And like for me, when I was questioning, like, why, why is this important for us? You know, but even like seeing her interact with these um these young people mm-hmm. and kind of taking them under her wing you know mm-hmm. you're all of a sudden like okay wait abby has compassion it was very oh, no okay mm-hmm. well maybe i think a little differently about her right. now, even though like she's not this yeah. monster you know wanting to kill everyone well again well, that's like <laughs> abby becoming more redeemable while ellie's mm-hmm. becoming less redeemable yes exactly and it's kind of like heartbreaking yeah because <laughs> abby's kind of rejecting her past because she's like it's violent it's not good it hasn't been great life for me i'm gonna take these kids who have been kicked out of their family Mm-hmm. and bring them with me to my new life mm-hmm. well and it, and abby also wanted to get away from the wolves the wlf you know she was ready to move on from them too and to leave and find you know kind of make a new life and she was trying to get her friends to come too and that seemed to that that was going to work out until ellie came along <laughs> oh yeah and that man that scene i know that was kind of from part one of this two-part mm-hmm. uh episode but like the scene with her like killing mel and like and you could see the impact that had on her yeah. like as a character mm-hmm. and it was just like oh gosh this is and then lot. seeing it again yes. oh that was yeah rough. like when she was attacking dina and then she's like no wait she's pregnant and you're just like ah we've heard this before like oh it's just so like it just comes right around it just round and round and round and it's just this really vicious cycle Mm -hmm, exactly (sighs) what was abby's like boyfriend's name owen Owen. Owen. he wasn't great 
Yeah, no. Well, he's with Mel, but with Abby. It was interesting because, like, I felt like they at least gave him the, you know, the point of view that he was like, I'm not really a part of this wolf versus Seraphite thing. Like, I don't like being this hateful, angry person. Like, this is not the lifestyle for me. Like, it's not what I signed up for as a Firefly type thing. But, yeah, he was not, like, a character that you felt, like, particularly compassionate towards, I felt like. Yeah, I mean, I feel like they kind of made this little gray area. I mean, he did cheat on Mel. Like, okay, that's like not gray, right? But you know, it just showed so no, much lead up between him and Abby. Yeah, pregnant girlfriend. Okay, <laughs> so that was bad. But um, you know, so much lead up of like you could tell he really wanted Abby to join him where he at, where he was in his journey, and like he kept trying to be patient and like wait for her, and she just never reciprocated that. You know, until. He was with Mel, basically. Lots of parallels, honestly, between him and Dina. That's Mm -hmm. totally what I was going to say. Yeah. And it it still makes it, for me, though, like, it still makes it really hard to to like these people, though, all of Abby's friends, because, like, when we're very first introduced to them, um, they're helping and watching Abby brutally Brutally mutilate and mutilate and torture and murder Joel you know and so it's like from the get-go we're like we hate these people we we don't like them like Ellie go get them but then freaking storytelling has to you know change everything around for us and realize like okay wait maybe these people aren't as bad and I mean but at the same time like we still like Ellie's uh, you know I don't want to always rag on Ellie because you know of course she had it like really hard too but Mm -hmm it's there's no there's no excuse you know there really is no excuse but one it's you see you can see both sides (laughs) oh yeah it fully comes it comes full circle because abby couldn't be with owen because of her revenge plot against joel and Mm -hmm. then ellie leaves dina for Mm -hmm. her revenge on abby like it really is just like these parallel stories Mm -hmm. that Abby's just a little bit farther ahead and Ellie will get there, but we saw Abby being redeemed and Ellie not quite there. Now, were y'all aware of like any spoilers going into the game? No, all I had heard was the controversy. I just, I just had my predictions and kind of like, I I kind of knew, I knew something bad was going to happen to Joel that would make um, Ellie like, go on some sort of crazy revenge mission that's like all i kind of predicted yeah i mean there were lots of spoilers going around beforehand and we did our best to kind of stay away from them as much as we could Mm because the last of us is like a top you know two or three game for both of us i think and so it was like very much like i was trying to stay as far away as i could and the only thing that i saw the whole time was like i saw when we had gotten through the first part like so the first half of the game uh somebody said something about somebody getting shot in the head and being alive still and i assume that meant jesse uh, and not tommy so i kept waiting for that and when i saw it was tommy come back in that was the only part where i was like oh oh okay now i get this Mm. but like in terms of like joel dying and stuff like that that was not a like a big thing for me because i felt like that's what this game had to be in some way oh yeah um and then like i know other people talked about like ellie being a lesbian being spoiler but didn't was that like that was not a spoiler how did that 
been like a thing since like the beginning well, when they first announced Last of Us Part Two. Okay, oh, yeah, dancing with a girl. Yeah, but also they did touch on it more in the DLCs it from the behind, first game. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. so they really didn't like in the actual just the game part one. Mm-hmm. They, I don't think they ever really. I mean, okay. you guys played it more recent than than me, so maybe you can tell me different. But I think I don't think they really. I don't remember it being a big deal in the first one, but like it wasn't like I mean I don't know. To me, it didn't make that big of a difference either way. But in the in Left Behind, they definitely <laughs> made a big deal about it. And oh so, yeah, because like, that's how she got her bite mark. You right, know, that's exactly. how she first got bit. Yeah, and her friend, her that she liked, um, you know, got bit and died. She died. Yeah. <laughs> Ellie oh. didn't, you know. I don't it even was, think that DLC. I didn't know that. It's really good. I it's only like two hours it. or so, but it's it's a really good fun experience. Okay. Um, I was really texting good. one of my friends while we while he was finishing up the game, so we had beaten it already, and he was like kind of texting me where he was at, and uh, I asked him like, well, you know, how do you think the story's gonna go, like without like giving <laughs> oh, any yeah. hint or anything, and he's like, well, the only thing I know is that Ellie dies at some point, and I oh. was like, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to talk to you when you finish the game. And when he finished, he was like, Ellie didn't die. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's there was a lot of buzz about this game before it came out. So I think just a lot of different theories and things were going around. Some true, some not, you know. So it was kind of hard to to know what was what, you know. Right. So I was like, I'm just going to play the game and find out for myself. And like... Even when, even in the beginning, when Joel died, like I wasn't surprised, but mm-hmm. I, but I was still very mad. Like I was, no. I literally was throwing things because I was so mad about how it happened. Right. It was so brutal. And so, yeah. I feel well, like after it Joel saves her, saves Abby. And then she can No. When, when you were saving her, I was like, you know, she was kind of acting a little weird. She had like these little glimpses. And then as soon as they walked into the house, I was like, Joel's going to die. I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, they know who he is. And like, Ugh. when you see that, it was like, oh no, I don't want to watch this. Like I just yeah. let me turn away. I just really didn't think, you know, that it was going to be that brutal because he was helping her, which to be fair, what was Joel doing helping her so much when he knows what kind of world he lives in, you know, Honestly, at, like, though. He's been through so much. Like I was kind of like, that's kind of weird. I think, I think honestly, it kind of showed like the adverse effects that you know Joel had had on Ellie versus what Ellie had on Joel. Like I think it showed that sure. Joel had kind of softened up, and he's been living for four years at this point in yeah. a relatively safe society. Like mm-hmm. they've been able to manage by themselves with you know one or two casualties here or there, mm-hmm. but like. I think it shows like the amount of comfort he had in that situation versus the amount of comfort he had in the first game, you know? And we kind of know that he's had a falling out with Ellie. And so maybe like trying to be redeemable, trying Mm -hmm. to like, and then I guess made up, but like still like trying to like Mm -hmm. be that redeemable, good guy. Right. Well, and at that point in the game, um, all we know is that Ellie and Joel had some sort of fallout mm-hmm. and we right. didn't really know. So then, you know, of course, through the different um, cut scenes mm-hmm. and flashbacks, we find out more, but it's not until the very, very oh, end yeah. of the game when we finally like get to see that flashback that we've been waiting for. And it's that night before that, um, that he dies and they're talking outside on the porch and, Oh, I'm like going to like tear up just like thinking about it. It's, it's so like, worth it. It's 
like the best, like it's my favorite part of the game. Um, because I just sat there and bawled like a baby, as well mm-hmm. as took like a million screenshots on my PlayStation. Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you know, just for for them to be able to put aside, you know, all the crap that they've been through and for um Ellie's like, you know, I'll 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 work on it. I'll try to forgive you. And he's I, like, okay, <laughs> that's I fine. You know? I can it do just that. Made, like the looting in the first part of the game when you're on your mission with uh Dina and like you're going through and you're talking about okay, we're gonna have a movie night again. Like you realize like this was gonna be the first movie night like that they had had since this whole falling out and like oh it was so gut-wrenching to be like she didn't even get that like you know mm-hmm. she made the promise to like okay let's try this and she was you know you could tell she was excited about it and it just got stolen from her really the only yeah. person in the world besides dina that she cared about mm-hmm. it's, it's very heartbreaking oh yeah I seriously, I bawled like a baby at the very end and like even through the credits and everything. Mm -hmm. And I think we have to talk about um, that final episode or that final scene with um, Abby and Ellie. Oh my God. Um, I know. I put the controller down. Like I didn't want, I was like, I, because at that point I had been like, not that I wanted to choose one or over the other, but it's like, I understood Abby at so like so much at that point. I was like, I don't want to fight her. Like, right. I don't want right. to do this. I don't want to either one. Like, I don't want to kill Abby as Ellie. I don't want to kill Ellie as Abby. Mm-hmm. Like I can't do this. Well, and then Lindsay, Lindsay, who was not able to end up joining us after all tonight. Like, so she played when we were all playing together, she was the one who had the controller in her hand during that scene. And she, it was the very same reaction. She's like, guys, I don't want to do this. She's like, mm-hmm. I, I can't. And mm-hmm. we all, and I, cause I knew because I played the game, I was like, you have to, mm-hmm. you have to like go through the motions, you know, like it sucks. It really does. But like, yeah. And she had a hard time like playing through it. And even afterwards we were kind of talking about it and dissecting it. And she was just like, she's like, uh, what was it? What was the term she used? She's like, here are these two like broken shells of people mm-hmm. and they're just they're just they're fighting and it's like stop like you guys don't need to anymore mm-hmm. you know and and so I know Lindsay like had a really like a really emotional time from that scene well, and Abby so like physically and yeah, show, like oh my gosh she was just I mean that was just heartbreaking unrecognizable hung up to, on like, the post. walk through oh yeah and to like walk through as LA and see all those people hung you know oh, and like, yeah, to see Abby, oh, you don't even know it's her. Mm-hmm. And then the first thing Abby does is go goes and rescues Lev, like, and just resigns, like almost like resigns to it, you know, like, just kill me now, you know, like yeah. I'm so. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, I do kind of wish there was a final conversation between the two of them. Mm-hmm. Like, I just wish there was a little bit more conclusion with those two. Yeah, but it makes me wonder if there will be a Last of Us Part Three, (laughs) and if those two will be the focus again, or something will happen. I think Ellie's done, honestly. Like I, I just feel like you know, I yeah. Would another conversation have been nice? Absolutely, but I just feel like for the the fact that Ellie didn't kill Abby in that moment just showed so much incredible growth. From I mean, even Mm -hmm. from she just left Dina, you know, mm-hmm. and like, she just still thought that was so important to her. And I just feel like that like took all of her energy. You know what I mean? Like that took everything she had left was to not kill Abby. 
Well, and yeah, she's sitting there with her with her fingers like gone, and she's just sitting in the water, and she's just like, you know, because in that moment you can tell that like she realized she's like, what have I done? How did I let it get this far? Mm-hmm. Like everything is like everything's ruined, and mm-hmm. like I I'm so upset with my choices. You know, you can mm-hmm. just totally tell in that moment. Even there's no dialogue. There's nothing, right. you know, but you can just tell. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I think like uh, Neil Druckmann, like I was listening to another podcast that he was on and like he kind of like suggested that there's like potential there, like they far from confirmed like that there's ever going to be a part three. But like, I think, you know, just kind of said like there's more stories to be told. And like to a degree, like I, I don't know that I want another story, but I felt that way after part one, like being like, I don't think they could top this. And in my <laughs> opinion, they did. Yeah. Um, but I think the other benefit you get from playing as Abby in this is that like there is other characters that you could care about in this universe and in this world, like which like leaving part one, it's like, I don't care about anybody but Ellie and like Angel, obviously. But it's just kind of like, well, he's, you know, there's still characters now that I feel like I could care about. And I couldn't have imagined that they would have made me feel that way before the game. I think in a perfect world, I would love to see like a DLC kind of like, uh, what was it? Left behind left behind was the DLC, mm-hmm. like a DLC of Ellie again. Cause I would, I mean, I would love to see her. I think it was kind of implied. She might return to Jackson, maybe try to mm-hmm. make amends, you know? So I would love to see just what she does after she leaves that house. Um, but as a full game, like I would honestly be interested in like a Yev and Abby story, you know, or, I, don't, I feel like it gets tricky when it's like a completely different character, not, you know, I don't know about that, but mm-hmm. I would be interested more like what happens when Abby and Yev get to that destination, you Love. know, like what, what happens. So, yeah, I mean, we saw the hate that um, Abby already got for this. Game. I know. So if they did a full Abby Lev game. I think there would be so much hate hate for it yeah that's true i wouldn't like even what if they just did like a dlc of that yeah or maybe maybe we got to see a little bit more about the seraphites versus the wolves or something Um, maybe dive deeper into that i i don't know but i would not mind a dlc i would anything that they anything that's right i'm like just i think that's awesome because i feel like they didn't do very much with isaac yeah, yeah, I thought they were gonna have a lot more about, but you didn't ever get too much with him. That's right. true. There was a lot of like a lot of the notes were mm-hmm. about Isaac and kind of his mm-hmm. upbringing or not upbringing, but like his coming to Rise power. power. Um, mm-hmm. And so I, I don't know, like I don't know what I want, and I don't know that I want anything else with Ellie or Abby. I mean, I hope that they could find something that would make me want to play through it again. But it's just like the Last of Us as a whole, like the storytelling like like just the sheer like power they have found in their ability to tell these stories plus like the gameplay like the gameplay is so much better than in the first oh. one and the oh, first yeah. one was good but like this game feels really good to play like i was so excited like i was like man this game feels awesome and now it's done and it's like and I it's don't beautiful know what. yeah oh it's yeah cool. oh it was so there's been so many comparisons on like instagram of mm-hmm. the trailer and then the gameplay just being so much better. Yeah. 
PlayStation's really good about that because they yeah. I've seen like stuff even from like you know earlier in the summer to now on like Ratchet and Clank and like the graphics have improved dramatically from like mm-hmm. their early summer to like the Gamescom presentation and they're so good about like kind of taking that step up as they go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was the first game that I really started taking screenshots of like in-game screenshots. Yes. Before. I was like, man, I don't care. But this, one, I was like, no, I have. Yeah, and I have to like pose, you know, Ellie in a certain way. It was just so beautiful. Oh yeah, I took so many screenshots. <laughs> one, it's um, it's kind of fun for us because since part of it was in Utah, we could relate to some of it. Oh too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, even from the first game. Even though, like, some of the buildings, some of the buildings were the same for uh-huh. the most part. Like that, that wasn't yeah. solid. <laughs> <laughs> I heard like other people, um, we listen to a lot of like kind of funny content and like I was listening to them talk about it and uh, Blessing, who's one of their hosts, um, lived in Seattle and he was talking about like when they went into Seattle, he's like, there were definitely parts where it's like, I've been there and I've taken like my nephews there and stuff like that. And it's like, man, it hits so close to home. I can't imagine. Yeah, that'd be so weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the hospital that like the whole hospital stuff is based off of mm-hmm. is like the hospital my husband was born in. So. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah there's not really a Saint Mary's. It's Saint. It's actually Saint Mark's. Huh. Um, I think is what they based it off of. But yeah. So do you um, think that Lev and Abby made it to Catalina? Do you think that there's really fireflies? Do you think? That I don't think there is. I think there is. I'm just a hopeless romantic. Yeah, <laughs> I think part of it's the hope because you're like, well, maybe there's story then. And like in my head, that's the only way that you can get any more of Abby right. and Ellie together is that maybe like Ellie just decides like she gets wind of the fireflies and she's like, maybe there's a chance for me to kind of do all oh. of this anyway. Um, it just be so sad if there wasn't. Oh my gosh. If I know. They escaped all that. They did all that. They like, when they were there for months they were Mm -hmm. they were prisoners with the rattlers for months if they just got sucked into like the same rat another rattler trap or there was just no one there it would just or another group i just feel like you know ellie went through a lot you know that cannot be denied abby did too but i just feel like ellie i don't know just kind of ends not i wouldn't say a better place but she's you know, she does have Jackson to try to go back to and make amends or I don't, I don't know. I guess she really doesn't have a lot, but Abby, I just feel like it's like physically not okay. No, oh, <laughs> like, no. She's just really like broken. I, mm-hmm. you know, uh, so I would just, I can't imagine her not finding some kind of silver lining at the end. Oh, it'd just be so sad. Do you, think, do you think Ellie ends up with Dina at the end? I don't I don't I think know. She ends up back at Jackson. I don't know whether there's room there for her to still end up with Dina. Um I hope, you know, I part of it's cuz you want Ellie to have something. You want right. her to not be so empty on the inside still. But I mean, it would be a hard press if I was Dina. So like right, I don't exactly. know like left her alone with her child, you know. Well, well and especially in the middle of nowhere. Like, Jesse's family still cared about Dina so much and like but you don't get an idea of like 
do they hate Ellie for wanting to go out there and hate Ellie and Tommy for wanting to go out there? Because mm-hmm. if they hadn't gone, Dina didn't go. If Dina doesn't go, then Jesse probably doesn't go. And so like, you don't know like the dynamics there. And there's still just so much that like, I want to know about, <laughs> and I don't know that I'll ever get to, and I don't know that I ever need to, but like, just, I love this game and this universe. Yeah. So much. No. It's, it's amazing. Like it's, I even thought to one of the first thoughts I had when I finished the game the first time, like I was like, okay, there's a lot to this game that I didn't like and didn't necessarily agree with, but I can't deny like how amazing it is though and how well done it was with the story and like what they did and why they did it. Like I can't deny that it was just so well done. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm still going to play it again. Like, even though there are parts that I hate, you know, but (laughs) like, I'll still, I'll still play it because like, yeah, this, this game for me, like rose up to the top on my list. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for me, go ahead. Oh, for me, the, like the amount of time, like since I've played it, like, I feel like as the further I get from the initial playthrough, like the more and more I'm like, this is my favorite game of all time. Like, because like the more I just like let it ruminate, like I love when I don't like things that I want to happen don't. And like the creative directors go in a completely different direction. Cause like as much as I want it to be the story that like, Oh, ends all peachy keen or ends like how I want it to be. Like, I like when it doesn't get to be that. And I like Mm -hmm. that like uncomfortableness that you get throughout this game. And it's just like, man, it just makes you think in a way that like a lot of other games for me haven't. Right. I love really nuanced characters and that Mm -hmm. you definitely have plenty of those in this. Like my favorite character from game of Thrones is Cersei. Yes. So like, really like you don't have a good side or bad side. And obviously like Mm -hmm. that's one of the big points of this game is everyone has their own story. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's such a, I think that's such a good storytelling tool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like, I, I know y'all mentioned in the previous episode, like the way they told women's stories in this game and all kinds of women's stories. And, yeah. you know, I, I realize that's part of the hate that they got, unfortunately, which just makes me so mad that this game did get user review bombed. And like, there was just so much critique because it was such a magnificent game. It's like, just sad that, you know, the transphobic homophobic, com- you know, community just couldn't take it. Yeah, I think it would have got review bombed anyway, but especially in like the political climate that we have mm-hmm. this year, I think, you know, everybody's just like the leftists are out to get you. This is propaganda material. And it's like, especially it's just, I think, you know, for us living in, we live in, you know, the Bible belt. So you hear lots of horrible things, unfortunately, all the time. And mm-hmm. so it's just like, it's not surprising, sadly. Right. Well, and the thing is, though, like, that's not what this game is even about. No. Like sure that those are parts of their stories mm-hmm. and parts of their characters and who they are, but that's not what this game is about. Right. Like right. I never, I never like, like, there's not, this is not propaganda. Like, come on, people. And and that's the best thing is that it's not what this story is about. It's that's like the best way to represent. Mm -hmm. That's a part of them. And like, Mm -hmm. that is like, it doesn't have to be their whole story. You know, obviously I'm coming still from a perspective of, you know, like straight white male. So it's like, (laughs) I can't speak for, you know, other groups and whatnot. But like, for me, like, I felt like it was so flawlessly done. Like, they're just people. Like, it's just people. And so like, to see it just be so seamless, like felt natural and felt like the world that we should live in, you know? 
Mm-hmm. I mean, not really with all the zombies and. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe not that Let's let's hope the, the rat king acceptance. Like, yeah, if there's a rat he, king, I'm not making it. I'm just I hope. Let's like, hope he stayed in the basement hospital. Like, I always gosh. say I will not live through a zombie apocalypse. I am too fat and too slow, and I do not want to. It's like I could maybe I'm make fine. it through, like Walking Dead zombies, but like they've got different types. Like you got clickers and stuff. Oh yeah, no. Oh, zombies that run that's enough <laughs> i'm also like only melee so like put that clicker too close if i don't have anything i do not do well with like yeah melee only right or like these crazy people you know like i don't know how i would get around well, well, it's i would probably you- just like whatever you need me to do <laughs> like right. just it's do funny it. you talk about like doing only melee because i feel like emily and i both approached fighting in this game like very mm-hmm. differently like i like melee and stuff but like i loved using like the craftables like the molotov oh, oh like, sean is always an explosive guy and so like Far it, away. Just, Let me it made it so much easy to kind of keep my distance and never be like yeah. in too much danger and stuff whereas like oh, emily was funny. like she's much more of a stealth game player and like so she's sneaking and i always start that way and then mess up and like oh my god let's just end this quickly (laughs) see i'm all about the guns like i Uh love like all the different weapons like all the different variations of the guns and upgrading them and finding all the ammo that's another reason i loved abby is because she was so bulked up that her Mm -hmm. melee man she had those arms she had the justice league and the avengers over there yeah like didn't um ellie had the shivs that she would have to craft but like didn't abby just like have those like unlimited or something like no the other way around the other way around yeah ellie ellie had her knife but then yeah that was um abby abby had to actually find the craft items and make shivs and Yeah, like sometimes, like I tried so hard to like when I was playing the the game with Steph and Lindsay. Like I tried very, very hard not to give spoilers, but there were some times where I was like, oh, um, like when they're in the crafting menu and trying to pick what they want uh-huh. to do. I'm like, I know what part's coming up, so I'm like, maybe make a few shivs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> really. <laughs> mm-hmm. Or oh, maybe you should make a silencer for your um, pistol. Um, uh. I feel like the only thing I cared about crafting were like shivs and the melee weapon upgrades and then silencers because I was like I want this to be over quickly and I want it to not alarm, <laughs> alarm like everybody else. Yeah. But what about that flamethrower though? Wasn't oh that my amazing? Gosh. It was very helpful at certain parts I feel like. Yeah. And the more times where, like, I thought it was going to be a little better and even in the first game it was like that. Like, cause I didn't even remember the flamethrower in the first one, but like when we went back and played through you, your Joel at like the end, uh-huh. leaving the hospital or whatever. And like, I came up on these like three guys and I was like, I'm going to use the flamethrower. Their backs are all to me. This is going to be great. And it did not kill them very quickly. And I was like, Oh my God. Now there's just three guys who are on fire shooting at me. And I was like, this was a terrible idea. We were in like the Seraphite village Oh, yeah. I had gone through all my ammo on all my guns. So I'm just like, I guess we're going with the flamethrower. Light their like entire (laughs) world. Everything's on fire at that point, anyway. Uh, Oh, my goodness. Uh, The end, do you think your team Abby or team Ellie? (sighs) I think we know Marley. I'm still team Ellie. I'm team Abby. I am. I love her. I, I think I like Ellie more, but I feel that Abby was more justified. Like, 
And I think that like that came into it in that last fight scene for me was like, I feel like I side on Abby like more like, you know, not only was her father taken away from her, but like she cared so much about finding this cure and that cures forever gone, especially after the point where she said, like, I would give myself up. And you never really get that closure from Ellie. Like, I think she probably would have, but she never even got the option to make that decision, both from Joel and from the Fireflies, because they didn't tell her. Yeah. Yeah. And I think they did hit upon like some of that consent. There was no consent with her. Right. right. Doesn't Abby even talk about that a little bit? I can't remember. Uh, I feel like they're briefly. I feel like, I feel like there was a flashback that showed not Abby, but the girl that was like leading Joel into the hospital. Um, who was like the Marlene. Friend. Oh, Marlene. Marlene. He was kind of like, wait, what? You're going to do that? And then uh, Abby kind of came in and she's like, oh, wait, what? Yeah. yeah, It was very brief. But I mean, even still, like, I think Ellie, like, if she would have had, like, a second Mm -hmm. chance at that, she would have been like, no, take take my life so that you can find this cure. Mm -hmm. I think she... And that's why she was so that person, though. But if it comes (sighs) to it... Yeah. Like, if if it's picking who i want to play more as i want to play more as ellie just because like i'm so attached to her at this point that like i love everything about it but like i do feel that there's possibly more justification for abby that's Mm kind of where i'm at i'm gonna steal sean's answer (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness you mean love love yes oh love oh love yeah (laughs) um oh they're so great a little um, spoiler to one of our panels next week where marley and i are doing badass female characters she's gonna be doing ellie and i'm gonna be doing abby so nice that'll be a good pan that'll make for a really good panel we recently we did on one of our episodes we were talking about video game parents um and kind of rating them out of 10 and we were talking about joel on there and it was like you know he does a lot of crappy stuff but yeah, it's still like i want joel to be that. the godfather of my kid because he's not letting nothing happen to her so, right like, he'll kill the whole hospital people before like, anything i love like just kind of justifying the character so i'll definitely have to tune in and give that a listen to yeah kind of yes. you know pull who for one side or another who'd you rate as good video game parents I mean, we'll have to listen, but I think yeah. Joel was Joel one of the was top up there. Ones. Bowser um, was not. Bowser was low. <laughs> you know, just sending think, his kids think, out to battle. I think my lowest was Ash Ketchum's mom from Pokemon. <laughs> oh yeah, we had a like, big, we had a big difference like, here get something from a like a grandpa down the street and be like all right see you in a couple months sweetie like go fight these monsters that could kill you and then like group up with a like a older dude older woman and just like like, i was like no she she rests him up she heals him up every now and then she's fine she's good mom (laughs) i don't remember like who all we rated but there were like somewhere i was like oh that's that's not a good one. She's really <laughs> terrible. Oh my gosh. That sounds great. I'll have to take a listen. Yeah. Um, so at the end of our at the end of our show, we do a rating. And normally we we actually have like a baked good, but Ooh. we don't because we're well, doing this over video. <laughs> right, right. Honestly, though, we have yeah. real treats and I mean we've had them, but not for the podcast. Yeah, so we'll just say it, we'll just do cupcakes. Um, mm-hmm. We'll still do the rating um, out of five cupcakes. So, um, you know, we just want to hear what you would give uh, the rating. Um, 
and just kind of like a brief, like kind of why, I mean, I know we've all like been talking for a little mm-hmm. while now about why mm-hmm. we like this game and everything, but just like, mm-hmm. just like a, a brief little explanation. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, and we'll kind of conclude after that. So does anyone want to go first? I mean, oh. I can. Oh, oh sorry. Oh. <laughs> oh, you go ahead. I'll, um, I give this, 4.8 out of 5 cupcakes. <laughs> Are you one of those people that can't give a 5 now? Like, listen. <laughs> I, okay, I would give 2.2 more if there was a conversation between Abby and Ellie. Fair. Mm-hmm. That's, I, I get it. I understand. I think you guys made good points about why mm-hmm. there wasn't, that there didn't need to be. But I just... Yeah, you need it. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. but I really love the game. I would love if there was more DLC. I love the characters. I love the nuance of the characters. Mm-hmm. I love that this game made you think about things that you um, didn't have. Like you have a favorite character, but you also know that all the characters are equally good and equally shitty. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's just how humans are. Like mm-hmm. that's a really yeah. cool thing. I mean, it's not a good thing, but it's a really good thing to bring into gaming and to storytelling that no one's 100% good or 100% bad. And that's mm-hmm. what real life is. So I really, mm-hmm. I really, really liked, I liked it. So. Yay. Um, so I will give it a five out of five cupcakes. Like for me, <laughs> it is kind of like the pinnacle of gaming in terms of like, I love narrative driven games. Um, I love open world as well, but narrative tends to be my favorite. And there were just so many parts of it that I didn't think I wanted this game, even though Last of Us was probably my favorite game of all time. Um, I just didn't think that they could do it justice in a way that would make me care not only about the characters I knew, but other characters. And I felt like they did such a good job of that and making me feel uncomfortable in a variety of ways that I, I genuinely appreciate. And the ambiguity of the end of the game and like kind of, you know, what happened and even throughout the game, really, like I like that there is this discussion to be had. Like when you get like kind of the open closed book, like it's like, oh, that was fun. I like the beginning, middle and end. But like the fact that it was like kind of the whole time, like, well, what do you think is that means? And how did how does this affect you? And how does it affect the characters? And like, for me, that just kind of lends itself to be just so much more of a game than I was prepared to have for this. And so I would have thought like rating the last of us, like they couldn't have done any better than that. And I think they went a pretty far, far way past it in my opinion. So five out of five cupcakes. Yeah. Do you want to go next Emily? Yeah. Um, so I feel like I, I feel like I have to give it a five too, because I like a minus for me definitely was the ending kind of like how we mentioned of just, it was rushed through like that whole, the rattlers and introducing that enemy. So late game after you think the game's over, like that did kind of hit me, but I feel like it just made up for it with the just amazing storytelling. Like we've all said with conversations that it started, um, the graphics were phenomenal it was like the perfect amount of balance of letting you explore. There were things that, you know, you could have missed um, whether it was not looting or just exploring some of those buildings. Like I feel like that was a perfect amount of open worldness to a very story linear game. Um, I loved all the different characters and even though, yeah, it was kind of hard at first jumping to Abby 
I feel like we just got so much out of these characters and out of their stories that I just feel like rarely happens in games. So um, I feel like it just kind of makes up for that. So I'm going to give it a five. Nice. I I feel like, because I'm, I'm thinking about the only other time I... Um, so one of my other all-time favorite games is the Spider-Man PS4 game. And I think when we did that episode, I gave it 10 cupcakes. Like I went above because I was like, wow. I love this game. And like, I feel like I kind of need to do the same for this one. Of course. Because like, it is like, it's such like a high rating mm-hmm. for me, but I'm still just gonna, just for easier purposes, like I'm also <laughs> going to give it five out of five cupcakes. Mm-hmm. And those are gonna be big Fat, jumbo cupcakes gourmet mm. cupcakes with all the frosting right um i like i loved the first game a lot and i was so 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 excited for this one and i honestly like i was like i don't even care if this like game like is not super great or there's a mm. lot of like um people hating on it like i'm like i don't mm. care i know i'm mm. gonna play it and i'm going to enjoy it and exactly. i did and I also really like story-heavy games, um, mm-hmm. very linear, um, very linear games. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't really like the open world as much. Um, I'm like, no, just give me a character, let me play through, <laughs> just keep moving forward, and mm-hmm. enjoy. Um, and also for a game that I played over two months ago, and for me to like still like be so passionate and emotional over it, I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. there's something to this game. Um, and I'm like, I, if I'm like talking with people about it and maybe they're hating on it, like I will defend it mm-hmm. to like, I will defend it to the death mm-hmm. <laughs> because mm-hmm. I just, you know, I just feel like I'm, I feel very like emotionally attached to it. Mm-hmm. And again, even though I, there were parts of it that weren't my favorite, I still overall, like this game is seriously like it's, it's, it's my number one favorite yeah. game. Yeah. And it's going to take a lot for another game to pass that up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I, there are a lot that I really do love. So mm-hmm. for this one to pass all of them up, I mean, that, that definitely says something, but yeah. And I'm just like, so excited to play it again on new game. Plus <laughs> I don't really care for grounded mode. I'm not, I don't yeah. really care. Like, I think that's cool for people who like that mode, but I'm like, no, I just want to play it again to enjoy the story again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, I think for, you know, for me, like the New Game Plus never really appeals to me. And there's only one other time that like I felt like when I finished a game, like I want to start this over immediately. And I felt that again with this. And like I said, you know, the more time I'm away from it, I'm like, I really want to experience this again. Yeah, no, I'm really excited to play it again. I've been kind of hesitating because I know it's going to be quite another journey. Right. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, I got to like be in the right mindset (laughs) emotionally ready (laughs) so yeah this game is so great oh I could talk about it more I know I know I I seriously like we could really like pick it apart scene by scene (laughs) I think I I can't remember which part I said but I was like we were talking about this episode and prepping for it I'm like I'm like to Stephanie I was like I'm pretty sure I could talk for five hours just about this one little thing (laughs) (laughs) one tiny scene <laughs> mm-hmm. oh man okay well we probably should end this episode yes. yes so at the very very end of our episodes we just do a little sign off and we want you guys to help us with it so 
I, I'll start by saying, um, why don't you grab a friend? And Steph will say, oh, Steph <laughs> will say, get some cup or eat some cupcakes. And then we want you guys together to say and play some video games. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, so I, I think I can't mess this up. Okay. <laughs> even if you do, it's fine because we always mess it up ourselves. <laughs> okay. So why don't you grab a friend? Uh, eat some cupcakes. And play some, and video, play some games. video games. Yes. <laughs> Thank you guys. We before we sign off though, give us your Insta. Give us your oh, yeah. Plug yourselves because you guys are fantastic. Everyone should listen. Um, yeah, so we're bedtime gamers. Um, you can find us on Instagram, bedtime gamers, no space, just bedtime gamers. Um, we are also right now in doing an extra life fundraising event, um, in November, but we're doing things, uh, up until then raising money for children's healthcare of Atlanta. Um, so super excited about that. And, um, you know, Sean, you can see something too, but I just really want to thank you guys for having us on. And I just love what y'all do for the podcasting community in general. I feel like y'all are just awesome and make everyone feel so welcome and included Aww. and just love it. Thank Aww. you. Yeah. I think this has been like a great experience for us. And like, even like last year, y'all reaching out with like, you know, different initiatives and things um, and like kind of including us, like it kind of made us a little bit more passionate about this. So Aww. We thank you, um, but Aww. then definitely just so Bedtime Gamers is uh, for like our actual podcast. Emily is Queen Emily with four Y's, and then I am Sean. Okay, do you really got to out me like that? <laughs> <laughs> what was your Sean? Sean XH. Perfect. <laughs> I will follow you too, because I don't think I have you guys, your personal, so I like you to see on everybody. Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> thank awesome. you. Well, thank, thank you, guys. Very much. Thank and you so much for having us. Thanks, everyone, for listening. So, this has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.